Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,674. Today I'm with the senior editor at MotorOne.com, where they provide you with automotive news, reviews, features, and a whole lot more. Buckle up. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Los Angeles, California, with a very special guest by the name of Brett Evans. Hey, Brett, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. Can't wait. All right, we're going to have some fun here. Now, before we start... I want you to tell me one little thing about yourself that maybe most people don't know. Yeah, well, one thing most people don't know about me is that I love to sing. And um, if if it were a normal Monday night pre-COVID time, I would be going to uh, the, a rehearsal with the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. It's a really fun group of guys that sings really well. Yeah, you know, I've heard them sing. And I've even really? had some friends in the San Diego area that sing with that. You know, I always have held people who can sing well in high esteem because I sang as a kid in church choir And then puberty hit and blew my (laughs) voice all to kingdom come. So let me ask you this. When it comes to being able to sing well, is this something like a musical instrument that you really need to practice and keep honing? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It takes a lot of work if you really want to become really, truly proficient. I, you know, I'm not really in that crowd. I kind of just like to like to sing when I can and things like that. But to really become truly accomplished musician, you you have to absolutely work and, and hone it just like you were playing a violin or a piano for a mm. couple hours a day. Yeah, no doubt. When you hear somebody who sings really, really well, especially in person, now we've all heard music and listen mm. online and you're kind of blown away by professionals. But when you're in front of somebody live and you say, hey, sing me something. Where mm-hmm. I used to work, there was a, a lady who worked for us and I didn't know that she could sing. And one day we were in the lunchroom and I said, what are you doing this weekend? And she said, well, I'm going to be singing with a group in my church. And I said, oh, you sing. I said, sing me something. And I was knocked off my feet. I <laughs> couldn't believe what was coming out of her mouth because her, her voice didn't match, her talking voice didn't match her singing voice at all. Wow. They were two different. Wow. Yeah, it was just really amazing. And I said, you, you should sing in front of the whole the whole <laughs> business someday, you know? And she's like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but she really had a beautiful, beautiful voice, almost operatic uh, oh, in yeah. a way. It was just so powerful. So uh, my hat's off to you and your group for uh, entertaining people and bringing joy to all of our lives. Oh, thank you. That's really nice. So let me give you a proper introduction. Brett Evans is a senior editor at MotorOne.com, where they provide automotive news, reviews, features, and a whole lot more. Brett is an automotive journalist who's been in the industry for over six years. He reviews new cars and covers the latest in industry news. He started his career as a staff editor at Truck Trend Magazine, where he developed an affinity for four-wheel drive and those locking differentials. He's easily wooed by 1990s turquoise paint. We all have our love for certain period paint, and I like that one. When Brett isn't behind the wheel of a press car, you'll catch him browsing Craigslist for an old-body-style Ford truck maybe even a supercharged Buick or an 80 series Land Cruiser to serve as a garage mate to his 2006 BMW Z4 Roadster, the perfect car for sunny Los Angeles. We'll be (laughs) back in just a minute to talk with Brett, but first a word from our valued sponsors. Please give them a little love. 
We will be right back. Do you have a pet in your household that loves to go for a ride? Our pets are part of our families, but they can be very hard on your vehicle's interior. Well, Covercraft has you covered. They offer a wide variety of solutions to protect your vehicle's interiors from Fido's rough treatment. Canine cargo area covers are padded for comfort and provide door-to-door protection. Pet pads have built-in features to keep cargo areas and seats protected. Covercraft solutions cover cargo areas, bucket or bench seats, and protect from damaging claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, and that occasional drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's delicate surfaces. Choose from a variety of styles and colors that cover almost every vehicle made. Is your dog getting a little old? Covercraft even has a pet ramp so your trusted companion can get himself into and out of your vehicle. Here's something special to you from me at Cars Yeah. If you go to Covercraft.com and use the code Yeah120, Y-E-A-H-120, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com today and use the code Yeah120 and you'll get this special 10% off. Tell Fido it's from me. That's Covercraft.com. Use Yeah120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. Woof. American Collectors Insurance, that's how I now protect my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Are you insuring your classic vehicles on your regular daily driver auto policy? Then your special vehicles are at risk. Your regular auto insurance carrier won't tell you how much you'll get until after a claim. And more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. If you're driving your collector car less than 5,000 miles a year, do what I did. Call American Collectors Insurance and get your very own agreed value policy tailored to your specific vehicle. If you're like me, you're picky about who works on your special ride. A great policy allows you to choose your repair shop of choice, and that means you'll know the job is done right. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did at American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Brett, we are back. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that is instrumental. You like the way I put that musical quotation in there? (laughs) Informing your life and your success. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning a little bit here on Cars. Yeah, so Brett, grab the wheel. One of my favorite quotes of all time, my mom had it uh, painted on the wall at home when I was growing up, is um, try a little harder to be a little better. And that is a quote from a religious leader, Gordon B. Hinckley. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just really like that idea that, you know, you don't have to be perfect right now. You don't have to be, you don't even have to excel right now. You can just kind of try a little bit harder right now to do a little bit better than you did yesterday. And I really like that idea a lot. I'm just kind of steady, constant improvement rather than doing it all, all at once. Kind of that Kaizen sharpening of the saw all the time as you go through life Mm. and Mm -hmm. always working on getting a little bit better. So tell me in your career with what you're doing as an automotive journalist, what are some of the ways, let's say daily or weekly, that you try a little harder to be a little better? (laughs) Well, so since I've been at MotorOne.com, you know, for those that don't know, Motor One is very focused on on video content, and we have some of the best video content on the on the internet right now. And that's kind of new for me. Um, at Truck Trend, I was all written and occasionally 
doing some photos and stuff like that. But um, at Motor One, I, I do a lot of video content and I don't edit it, heavens, because I am a terrible video editor, but we have a wonderful video editor, Clint Simone, who does great work. But it's really exciting and really intimidating to do on-camera video work at Motor One. So that's what I've been working on most recently. I've got some pretty cool opportunities coming up. I had a really fun and exclusive opportunity to get a look at the Mercedes S-Class at the Mercedes-Benz Testing and Development Center in Long Beach, California. And just had a lot of really fun experiences with video and that's just been really enjoyable at Motor One kind of kind of a new experience that I, I'm not really uh, great at yet not really comfortable with yet but I'm still really enjoying learning some of that side of the business and then just even with things as they are today the the automotive industry is just about as hot as it's ever been and there's tons of new product coming out and I've really enjoyed getting out there you know probably two or three times a month doing safe and socially distant new vehicle reviews and I've really enjoyed that a lot too so it's it's been a great summer and fall in some respects and kind of a challenging one in others and I've just really enjoyed it so far well it's cool it sounds like you're stretching yourself and mm-hmm. working to do some new things some different things well you talked about the challenges we face this year and I've all my guests this first and foremost you your friends everybody you're around been healthy okay everyone doing all right at motor one and and with this covid disaster we've had to deal with yeah you know so far there's not a lot to complain about for me personally which i'm very grateful and blessed to feel very blessed with that well i'm happy to hear that well let's talk more about motor one and everything that motor one has to offer us automotive enthusiasts You, you started with the video aspect and videos become the rage of course because i think TV seems to be somewhat of a bit of a dying enterprise Mm -hmm. and people are migrating to these wonderful videos that you can find. In fact, I think in some ways too, it's had a big effect on the magazines and the the decline of magazines because now we can go find things out very fast. Mm -hmm. You talked about going to these uh, presentations that automotive companies have of new vehicles and being able to get those up and out there much quicker than writing a story, putting in a magazine, printing a magazine, mailing a magazine. By the time I get it, I I saw that on Motor One like six weeks ago. What, why, would, <laughs> yeah. why would I read this? So tell us more about all the wonderful things for those listeners. I'm sure most of my listeners already know about Motor One, but maybe some of them are new to the, the brand and to the site. So sure. tell us all the great things we can learn there. Motor One is a is a very um, international uh, media outlet. You know, there's there's of course there's Motor One US, which is what you see when you go to MotorOne.com. But you can also um, there's a bunch of international editions that have their own URLs and things like that. But because it's such an international company, we actually have a nearly 24 hour news cycle at our at our office. We've got a wonderful news editor named Adrian in Romania, and then we have another fantastic news writer based in the Philippines named Jacob. And and we've between all of us working about an eight hour day. I think we only have about two hours of the day that are unaccounted for in terms wow. of having someone on the news desk, which is wonderful. I mean, it just means that we get so much diverse and unique and interesting content from all around the world. You know, some people on our staff absolutely love Skodas. And so we get some weird Skoda <laughs> content sometimes. And some people on our staff love Hyundai end products that we don't get in the US, like the i20N. And so, you know, we just have this really wonderful, diverse batch of content that we get to draw from. So that that's I think that really sets us apart. We do a lot of kind of these fantasy renderings which which are fun, you know, kind of like what would this car look like if it were being produced today and mm. and those are always a lot of fun and usually kind of just kind of ca- capture some imagination for 10 minutes, you know. There's not a whole lot of news value or or factual value in it, but it still kind of just gives you something to think about for for fun for a few minutes and that's really enjoyable. And then, you know, we also just have 
this is a shameless plug because I, I write okay. <laughs> I write a lot of reviews, but we have wonderful automotive reviews. I think that we have some of the best um, auto writers on staff who just have a lot of experience and kind of a, a unique outlook on cars. Um, one person who can't get enough of the Toyota Avalon TRD and then another one who can't get enough of the BMW <laughs> M8 competition. So we really yeah. kind of just have a pretty unique outlook on some of these interesting vehicles and, and can kind of find find value in a lot of vehicles that we drive, which I think is important. I don't think that there are really any truly terrible cars anymore, um, nor are there cars that are beyond repro- reproach and above fault. So um, I, th- I think that's kind of important to be sure to be a little bit sympathetic to every vehicle that you're driving and, and kind of find some value in everything. And I think that we're pretty good at doing that. Well, absolutely. What's one of the favorite things for you that you're doing there at Motor One about your career and your business? I really, really enjoy the video. I think I mentioned earlier, It's it's been adjustment for me getting on camera and saying, hey, you know, I'm Brett Evans with Motor One and I'm standing in front of this vehicle. That's <laughs> yeah. that's kind of a challenge. And I, I'm much better with the written word than I am with, uh, with video, but um, I'm still really enjoying that. And then just kind of the diversity of some of the vehicles I've driven. I loved my time at Truck Trend and it was a it was a wonderful, wonderful experience, but it was definitely a lot of trucks and SUVs. And I've really enjoyed at Motor One kind of, expanding into the car segment. My second or third press vehicle, I think, was a Cadillac CT6 with the black wing twin turbo V8. And that was just that was just such a stellar, wonderful, special vehicle. And I, I loved that was a really great wasn't dipping my toes in the water there. I was jumping in with a cannonball and that was a whole lot of fun and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Those cars are surprisingly fast. I mean they're just Oh yeah. Cadillacs come such a long way when they decided to make a major change in their branding and, and go towards mm-hmm. the more young, sportier version. And every time I've driven one, I've always been I've always thought, man, this is a nice car. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. like this. So, and you get into the ones that have more power and they're even more special. So very cool. Well, it sounds like oh, you're yeah. having a lot of fun. You know, I always like to ask my guests this question and it's more about a big challenge that you faced in your career or your life. It doesn't matter what the story is, but it's more about how you overcame it. Uh, what was the lesson that you learned or what were the lessons that you learned from that experience? And, and how did that particular experience help you gain even more momentum? as you move sure. forward in your life and your career. So take us on a little journey here. Yeah, well, so a couple of years ago, I kind of encountered some pretty rough rough times in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had some family health issues that were kind of scary, and it was mm-hmm. just it's definitely a challenge. And, and it's all come good since then. You know, it, everything turned out relatively well. So that's the first lesson is that no matter what you're facing, if you really kind of take a 30,000 foot view, it'll generally turn out okay if you have a, if you kind of approach it the best that you can and have a good attitude. And that's really worked out well for me in the past that anytime I've encountered a challenge to just try and maintain as much perspective as possible and, and look forward to kind of toward that finish line and and um, just trust that that things will work out. And, yeah. you know, so far for me, I've been lucky enough that they have. The other thing that, that this particular period of time really taught me was um, the people in your life are super, super key to your success, <laughs> oh, the yeah. people that you surround yourself with. I was lucky, you know, in, in this kind of challenging personal time, I was lucky to be blessed with uh, professional colleagues who were very understanding. And, and, um, you know, I took, I didn't, I didn't take a sabbatical, but I did take 
two months and I worked remotely from, from my parents' house so that I could spend time with my family and really kind of connect with them in a really lovely, wonderful way. And that I owe a lot of credit to my colleagues at Truck Trend for that, for kind of giving me that space and giving me that time to, to keep working and keep taking a paycheck and everything like that, but still be able to spend a lot of time with my family. And, and that was kind of a great lesson is that the people that you work with are just as important as the work that you're doing and people you're surrounding yourself with. So I really am have a lot to be grateful for in that respect that, that I've been blessed with wonderful people um, in my professional and my personal circles. You know, it's funny, you go back, you think about when you're a kid and your mom always, at least my mom and my dad always said to me, you know, choose your friends wisely. Hang mm-hmm. around with the right kids, not the wrong kids. And at the time, you kind of go, huh, oh, what are you talking about? But of mm-hmm. course, as you get older, you start to realize the importance, not only when you're young, of not hanging around with the wrong people who might steer you the wrong way, but especially in your your career professionally. And so many people that I've talked to work with people that they're not happy about being around them. They're people that take and never give. Maybe they even have some friends that do that. And they keep saying, you know, how come I never get anything back out of this thing? Yeah. So it's right. You know, I always say there's a a great saying, and I can't remember who it's attributed to, but we are the culmination of the top five people that we spend the most of our time with. So I've never heard that. But I like that. Yeah, choosing the right people are so important, and especially at work. And if you're around people that you don't really enjoy being around, find a new group of people. Yeah. Because they're out there, and they can support you and help you. And I think the other thing with this COVID situation, we've all realized the importance of family and really tight friendship groups. Because when yeah. we're, you know, the other other type of our life or signs of our life, we're so busy and Sometimes you don't have time to give mom or dad a call or your sister or even a good friend you haven't talked to. And I I think now having, for most people I've talked to, being at home, it has provided them with a little bit more time and they can reach out. So I always encourage everybody, you know, today, pick somebody you haven't talked to in a while and give them a call. And all you have to do is ask them this, how are you doing? And then be a good listener. Yeah, rekindle some of those wonderful experiences and friendships that mean so much because life can be fleeting, my friends. So uh, enjoy every moment. Well, we'll take a short break and thank our sponsors again here. We come back. I want to dive into your personal passion for automobiles and trucks, of course. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Can't wait. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read 
Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the Apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip apex, reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The racing series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYA at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYA. Cheers! All right, we are back, Brett. I would love for you to share a story with me that instigated this passion you have for cars and trucks. Tell me a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a bit of a car guy. I wish I could because I really, I really can't remember a time in my life that I wasn't just totally obsessed. You know, my my mom and dad like to tell stories that when I was two or three, walking with them, you know, holding their hand from the on the way to the car to the grocery store, um, I'd look at the blue oval badge and say that's a Ford, or I'd look at the <laughs> Pentastar badge and say that's a Dodge, or I'd look at the H badge and say that's a Honda, and I could just do that from a very young age. Cool. And um, I don't remember a time that I wasn't obsessed, but it definitely didn't hurt that I had. You know, my mom is a huge Ford Mustang fan and my dad had a Chevy Camaro growing up. And so he's always kind of wanted a, wanted an old muscle car again. And Mm -hmm. so it didn't hurt that I had family that was pretty supportive of it either. And, you know, all my siblings and and I, we talk about cars, we know about cars and that definitely, definitely didn't hurt. We're not a hardcore, you know, car family per se, but, but it definitely helped to have, like you were saying earlier, supportive people who, who kind of could recognize some of my interests and take value in those as well. So I don't remember. It's just always been a, always been a thing for me, and I the I, DNA. <laughs> I must be. It really, um, you know, must have had a Hot Wheels car in the womb or something like that. <laughs> Very cool. Did you grow up in Los Angeles? 
No, I grew up in Colorado. Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in Colorado, where I spent most of my time before I got this job in in Los Angeles. And um, you know, we were just raised in a suburb, and we didn't really have special cars. My, you know, my mom drove a caravan, and my dad had a pretty cool Mercedes 450 SLC for a little while, and then he nice. got into just kind of a, a basic two wheel drive gardener's truck, a Mazda Mazda B3000. But we didn't really have exceptionally cool cars until recently. My mom finally got a Mustang convertible a few All years right. ago, and cool mom. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a cool mom, and and my dad uh, my dad drives a pretty cool Ford F150 four by four, and so we got some neat stuff finally. But for a long time, yeah, it was just kind of just basic suburban normal normal vehicles and and for whatever reason that was enough to get me started to get you going well let's have a little bit of fun here i'm gonna crawl into your mind a little bit here if you uh woke up uh, well actually i'm gonna back up before i ask you that question i want you to share your first really special car that first car that you got that had great meaning for you now this might have been your first car maybe it's a car you saved up for something you aspired to have what was it i had a couple years ago i bought um 2010 Mazda Miata and that was a um that was kind of my first my first adult car you know before that I'd always driven 20 year old clunkers that I could buy for $1,500 <laughs> from someone on Craigslist. And yeah. I had some cool stuff then too. You know, I had a Suzuki Sidekick that I really loved and it's just some kind of fun, silly little cars. But this Miata, I spent about a year shopping for it and I saved up for the down payment, kind of just as much as I could with my with my paycheck. And, and then I finally found this car in South Carolina and I thought, oh, I could buy this, but it's so far away and it'd be kind of silly. And then a couple of hours later, my boss at Truck Trend, Jason Gonderman, called me and said, hey, there's a trip to South Carolina with Mercedes-Benz. Would you like it? I was like, well, conveniently, yes, I would. And so I took this trip to South Carolina with Mercedes-Benz. And instead of flying back, I bought that car and I drove it home. And that was just such a wonderful, wonderful uh, first three days with a car, you know, just driving the, driving, you know, the dragon in deals gap, Tennessee and my, in my new to me Miata and just all these wonderful experiences. And then, yeah, it was kind of, like I said, it was kind of my first nice car, you know, it was six years old at the time, but it, it felt pretty new and it was in good shape. And, and it was, you know, it was my first like adult purchase and I really loved that car. And, um, Wish I still had it every day. So it was a great thing. Great machine. You know, when those first came out, there was a guy that I was working with. I was just, well, I'd been married for a little bit, not too long. And he bought the first one that came out. And I remember he let me mm. drive it. And it was such a fun car. I mean, the, the thing I noticed, remember most was about where the shifter was. It was just like right there, just click, click, click. Mm-hmm. And was just so much fun to drive. And that's a car that has really grown and just continued to be this uh, lovely track car, autocross car. Yeah fun car, affordable sports car for many, many people. So yeah, they're uh, they're a blast. And I think as far as to go racing inexpensively, if there is such mm-hmm. a thing in those two words, racing and inexpensive, which I <laughs> used to race, they don't go together. <laughs> that uh, the Miata is a great option for many people, especially SCCA type racing. Parts are available, uh, fairly affordable, fun car to toss around. Not terribly fast, but again, you don't have to go that fast anyway. Yeah, you can full throttle everywhere yeah. you go and not be breaking the speed limit. It's yeah. great. <laughs> well, pretty much. Although some of those nowadays, they're pretty quick little cars. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go back to that question where I was going to crawl into your head a little bit here. I'll be your <laughs> uh, analyst here. If you woke up tomorrow, Brett, and you were manifest as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive yourself <laughs> as a vehicle. It makes it a little more challenging. What would Brett be and why? This is a great question, and I I don't know if I have the right answer for you, but okay. the first thing that jumped to mind was 
a 1990s turquoise geo tracker. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Okay. Because I don't think I'm particularly powerful. I'm not very strong, but I think I'm generally a fair amount of fun to be around. And uh, kind of just like a little, a little uh, goofy and a little silly. Not, <laughs> not like you know, I'm not totally crazy and totally wacky and out there. But um, I think I'm just kind of fun to be around. And and I do remember when I owned a Sidekick, which is the same vehicle as a tractor. I just that thing was just such a silly vehicle to drive around in, and I really enjoyed it. And so I kind of that's kind of how I view myself. Kind of you know, unassuming, surprisingly uh-huh. enjoyable to be around, and uh, that kind of a thing. And you know, I loved. On that thing, I loved going off-road with the four-wheel drive and the locking center differential. That was just a, a really fun vehicle. So I, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say surprisingly surprisingly fun, even for being as dorky and silly as I am. <laughs> My father worked for a while in Saudi Arabia back in the 80s oh, yeah. when I was in college. And he bought a Suzuki Sidekick, which I think, like you said, it's the same vehicle pretty much, isn't I it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And he drove that thing around and then he had it transported to Europe and drove it all over Europe. And and then when he left, I think he flew out of Spain. He ended up selling it at the airport to somebody going, I have to leave today. This car's for sale, whatever you give me for it. And some guy goes, okay. And he bought it and here's the title, see you bye. And he ran and got on his plane. But wow. but he loved that little thing. You know, it was great yeah. in, in hot climates. And the I think it had a little a soft back end tarp thing that came off. Oh or yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Well, good answer. I like the way you tied your personality in into that. That's the way that question is set up. <laughs> All right. We are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire All off right. a series of questions and have you give me some quick blips of that turquoise geo tracker throttle <laughs> as loud as that can be. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? I don't know about many, but honesty is, is pretty key. I had a great experience when I was very new in the industry that taught me that if you are just 100% honest all the time, that will really, really help you get ahead. And I learned this lesson by being a little bit dishonest. And so I, it really yeah. bit, bit me in the butt. And yeah. so honesty is key. That really taught me that I just need to be honest all the time. You know, that's another one that my mom used to say is, you know, if you're honest all the time, you never have to remember what you said. And, <laughs> that's very true. And that's very true for sure. <laughs> if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, either living or deceased, now as a journalist, this will be interesting, who would it be? <laughs> Peter Egan, no question. Oh, yeah. Peter, the yeah. great, yeah. I remember my first book I bought of his, I think it was called Leanings. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, why Peter Egan? Peter Egan is an amazing writer, just absolutely one of the best automotive writers and probably one of the best writers, in my opinion, full stop. And I grew up, you know, like I said, I told you that my siblings and I enjoyed cars as well. And I remember my brother Christian and I would literally just pour over Road and Track and Cycle World magazines for hours and just read his articles, you know, and I just I love the way he writes. I think he from what I've read, I think he has an interesting life, and I would just love to sit down and talk to him and just chat and thank him for for the enjoyable memories and for kind of helping inspire me that I could write about cars and then also just kind of get his get his take on things and, and see what he's like in person. I love that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, everybody speaks very highly of him. Now, when it comes to automotive advice, what's the best that someone else has ever offered you? Um. My dad told me once I bought a I bought a 1990 BMW 5 Series sedan and it was a good price and he said well just think about the maintenance and that's that's kind of the good advice that I've received is 
when you're buying a car, it's never just about the purchase price. And that thing bled me dry in about <laughs> a year and a half. It was it was a great car when it ran, but it just didn't ever run that much. And so think about the maintenance. That's that's the advice I'll 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 say helped me out. You know, a lot of people, especially younger, if you don't have um, vast resources, you're right. They don't. They stretch and stretch, and they get this dream car, and they don't think about maintenance. They don't think about insurance costs. Parts mm-hmm. are expensive. All those things combine, and they realize pretty quickly, oh, this dream has yep. turned into a nightmare. So, yeah, and those high-end BMWs, I've had many BMWs, all M cars. They've all been really great Ooh. cars. But when you get into the 5 Series, 7 Series, those cars are very expensive to maintain. Yeah, They're wonderful to yeah. drive, but they're very pricey. Uh, once you get out of that inline 6 and you get into the other engine configurations, uh, parts and maintenance gets very, very expensive. But They're sure fun when they run well. Boy, they are. Now, how about a resource? I'm guessing one of the best resources you can quote today is MotorOne.com. Yeah, absolutely. I I love Motor One and I used Motor One as a resource when I was doing research even before I worked there. You know, that said, I will absolutely say, um, I don't know if you uh, are okay with me talking about other podcasts, but I also really enjoy the Truck Show podcast is a lot of fun. That was founded by uh, one of my other bosses at Truck Trend, Sean Holman, and that's an enjoyable one to listen to just for kind of some sillies. Um, And then, oh, uh, you know, I'd be remiss. FCP Euro, I have that, like you said, I've got that inline six BMW and FCP Euro is saving my bacon. They've got a lot of really great, really great, I promise I'm not being paid to say this, but a really great website and some really great uh, how-tos and DIYs and then lots of just wonderful, uh, wonderful parts. That's where I get all my stuff for my car. So that's, that's pretty key for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, For us BMW owners, that's a great resource as well. Mm -hmm. All right. And a shout out to Sean Holman and Truck Show Podcast, fellow podcaster out there. Love podcasters. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to books, is there a book you'd like to share that you think our listeners should read? Yeah, sure. The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Garth Stein, I think. And yeah. uh, I loved that book. That was really enjoyable. And that was one that, you know, I I read it and then I gave it to every member of my family. And, and it's the perfect dog book if you don't really like dog books. <laughs> and it's the perfect car book if you don't really like car books. It's just a really enjoyable read. I also have to I have to mention um, Slow Car Fast by Ryan K. Zumalan. That's yeah. a wonderful book. I've, I've loved it. He's got some really great essays about the future of automotive enthusiasm and and kind of the rising generation and how it pertains. And then um, my good friend Ilana Schur is coming out with a book soon called Don Prudhomme, My Life Beyond the 1320. And she's a wonderful writer. I've never read the book yet because it's not out yet, but she's a wonderful writer. And I can't imagine that her writing about drag racing could be anything but extremely interesting and entertaining. So looking forward to getting that one in my hands and reading that. You know, I am too. Alana was a guest here this year on Cars. Yeah, become friends with her. She does a wonderful job. Of course, Slow Car Fast is a great one. Agar Stein's been a guest on the show here and The Art of Racing in the Rain, of course, really iconic. Uh, the movie was fine, but nothing like the book. The book was so much nothing better. Nothing like the book. That's yeah. typical for movies versus books. A very sure. very few times does it go the other way around. They just can't yeah. get it all in. And so I always say too, if, uh, if you're not a reader, uh, get The Art of Racing in the rain audio it's really yeah. magnificent the voice that does it does a great job and uh bring a box of tissues you're gonna need them i'll oh. just leave it at that all right yeah. we're up to the checkered flag here brett and this last question can be a bit of a doozy i'm gonna buy you a very cool collector car today something fun or toy doesn't matter who owns it where it is or how expensive it is but as my listeners know there's rules to this game you can't sell it to <laughs> buy a bunch of other toys with or a beautiful home in los angeles you got to keep it it's got to tick off all the boxes for a cool car and I want you to uh, enjoy it but it's the only one collector car you can own so 
What am I buying mm. you today? All right. I have a starting point to that answer. I'm going to need you to help me suss it out a little uh, bit. Oh, I'll um, get you there. No problem. <laughs> okay. I know I want a Shelby Cobra. Okay. 100%. Yeah. I don't know if I want the delicate slab side 289 or if I want the fat Fender 427. So that's kind of where I'm at. But I absolutely know that it has to be a Shelby Cobra. That's been my favorite car since I was five or six. And that's absolutely what it has to be. I just need to decide between the slab side 289 or the big 427. Yeah. Well, there's some interesting thoughts on that personally you know the 427 is cool everybody you know big macho car big engine big car mm-hmm. lots of car good way to get yourself in a lot of trouble really fast <laughs> that's true although yeah. you could do it with a 289 but personally i like the more delicate look of the 289 i really yeah. think in a car that light and honestly these days where can you use that kind of power except on the track sure i would steer you down the path of the 289 which many of my listeners would go what mark what are you doing no 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 yeah <laughs> 27. But I just think the body style is a little more yeah. fitting for the period and probably now I'm, I've only driven the continuation cars like the cars built by Land Standard Superformance. Oh. So both of those are huh. magnificent and of course you can put massive coyote engines in his cars or sure. whatever you want to do. But I'd steer you down the path of the 289. Do you have a color that you'd like? If it was a 289, I really like um, I really like kind of that old English white with a red interior. I think that's oh. a really beautiful combo on those. Yeah, yeah, okay. I like kind of that antique white, or you know, there's the iconic blue and white stripes, but I think that probably would look better on a 427 than a 289. I would tend to agree with you. Yeah, and it'd yeah. be great with the kind of a blood red interior with the old yeah. English white color because that white is such a marvelous color. I had a three GT350 Shelby Mustang that was in that color and oh, it's beautiful. It's nice because it's not that bright bold yeah. white. So yeah, we'll go down that path and since those, right. those tend to be a little hard now, I was just lo- reading my newest Sports Car Market magazine and there was actually one that didn't sell at an auction. It only got up to about 900 something thousand dollars. And it didn't sell. And it didn't sell. So <sighs> maybe I could talk that guy into uh, letting it go for a little bit more. And, okay. uh, go and go That's from very there. generous of you. Thank yeah, you, Mark. Although that car was blue, but um, uh, That's okay. you know, that was the real deal. Now, you could get one that was virtually new from my friend Lance at Superformance yeah. that actually we could build just to your specifications, have just as much fun, and it wouldn't cost me as much. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what? I'll be generous and I'll let you. I'll, oh, gee, I'll, I'll let you buy me one of those. Yeah. All right. I'll let you buy me one of those instead. All right. Cool. Well, I'll call my <laughs> friends there at Superformance. They're just down the road from you, so they're very close yeah. you can go down there and pick it up but they build some magnificent cars of course there's the gt40 the 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 grand sport they do i mean they just do so many cool things there they make dreams come true all right nice choice my friend you've taken me on a very cool ride today it's going to get even cooler as we go down the coast highway in that 289 really Please. enjoyed your stories I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the cars yeah audience before i let you go could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the sunset cliffs drive or uh, mulholland or whatever you're doing, be careful, please, uh, sure. in that beautiful 289 Shelby Cobra. Well, you know, I think I said, I think, you know, value the people in your life that are going to take you where you want to go, you know, and, and make sure you surround yourself with people who, who make you the best version of yourself. And then be honest. Just always, yep. just try your best to, to deal with people as honestly as you can. So Yeah, it's a lot easier go- to go through life. Like I said, we are the culmination of the top five people we spend our lives with. I got to spend a little bit of my life with you today, Brett, so that makes me a little better guy. I appreciate that. Uh, What's the best way for people to follow you at motor1.com? 
bookmark motor one and follow us uh you know subscribe to our videos on youtube for sure um i'm on instagram at brett underscore t underscore evans you'll get some of my personal life there for sure but then you also get a lot of cool cars and yeah motor one.com that's the one there you go that's the place to go i'll make sure i put all these links on brett's show notes page so that you can find all of them including uh his book references and everything else just go to carsyeah.com type in brett Evans, and you'll find him right there. <laughs> Listeners, you can find everything, like I said, on a show notes page. And I want to say a quick thank you to our mutual friend, Noah Thanos at yeah. Con Media. Uh, all my friends at Con Media are so nice. They bring me some of the best guests I have here on Cars Yeah. In fact, uh, just last week, I had Dan Khan on the show. Dan's a great guy. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Brett, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your life with my listeners. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you in that 289 down the road. <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you so much, Mark. This You're has welcome. been a blast. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!